It's SFL Nights with It's SFL Nights with With AJ Striker With AJ Striker It's SFL Nights with It's SFL Nights with With AJ Striker With AJ Striker uh, Ashley Jackson about the action SFL news, come and join with interaction Whatever happens, happens Yeah, you will leave with satisfaction Yeah, tell your team and tell your captain Alright, SFL Nation, welcome back to SFL Nights AJ Striker Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight Or whenever you decided to hit that click button Or turn on that radio dial Really appreciate it, y'all I have here with me my friend, Mr. Mike St. Green. He was the wide receiver for the Jacksonville Kings, and now he done slid over to the London Knights. So how are you? Hey, doing great, AJ. Uh, glad to be on with you. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been on, actually on your show. Uh, we had you on the uh, halftime studio show, uh, you know, midway through season 16, but it's great to be on your show again after Wow, I'm over a year's time, almost. Listen, <laughs> you saw last show, it's been like eight months for Yeah, days. yeah. I, you know what, uh, AJ, uh, the SFL public can probably only handle Dave every six months or so, uh, you know, because, man, that was that was an excellent show. I, I, you know, I, my wine collection is not, you know, nowhere as extensive as Dave's is, and I don't know if I'll be able to provide any wine tips uh buttery chardonnay or uh I think you cocktails I, I don't know if i'll be able to match anything <laughs> but, <laughs> as far as dave's wine collection goes that's not true you can actually match him on food and we'll talk about well, that yeah we, we could probably we could probably do a little bit of something with the in the food category <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. but man welcome back mike it's been a minute and mm. i think you shared with me off camera that the mm -hmm. last when you were here first of all it was all audio and right. you actually hadn't even hit the field yet had never yeah hadn't touched the sfl field at that particular time wow so, so. um <laughs> you know it, it, it goes back so far and i and i know the um what do you want to say the uh non-contract model i mean now with these a lot of new people that's come on board it's a dinosaur to them. They don't, even, you know, you say non-contract, they have no idea what that concept means or what it was at the time. But uh, yeah, last time I was on, it was maybe a day or two after I'd signed my non-contract uh, deal to uh, agree to play with Arizona. That was great. That that was, it was great having you on the squad too. You did bring that energy. You did bring the life. And I understand why you know, things actually happened for you since then the way that they have because of the passion, the drive that you have for the league in itself. We're going to get into all of that. But first, remind everybody and introduce yourself to everybody that has not um, had a chance to really get to know you. So what is your name, your age, your hometown, interesting facts about yourself and your favorite NFL team? Oh wow! You have, I have to get my age too. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm Mike Green, Mike Saint Green, uh, to to the SFL Nation. Uh, 55 years old. Hometown is uh, Houston. Uh, favorite NFL NFL team. Uh, you know, all the Houston Texans, and, and you know, we are what we are right now. But hey, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, 
and there was I missing anything else in there that was that did that cover everything interesting uh, fact about yourself oh interesting fact about myself I uh I'm a chef food you know food truck owner uh you know looking to some into some other ventures at the present time but um love food passionate about food passionate about sports uh passionate about uh, this league SFL um you know just just well, whatever I uh you know put my you know self into whether it's a hobby or profession you know I, I try to get behind it passionately and, and and I hope that it comes through in everything that I do I haven't tasted your food yet I've seen it <laughs> so if well, it's if that well, quality, that same quality of passion is what you display when you're cooking is that that you have an SFL I know we're gonna be good during the convention well well are you going to be here that Thursday I uh, well, hey, if you go, if you'll be here, you'll get uh, firsthand knowledge of, uh, you know, what some of the things that I, you know, have to offer and what I'd like to present to the people. And that's that's a really a, a whole lot of what the uh, idea was born of. Of you know, uh, my wife and I, Dawn, who will be hosting with me as, as well. Um, uh, it's just you know, I, I know a lot of people going to be in town. You know, make possibly early, uh, and you know that, that Thursday. And I just figured, you know, guys are sitting around not doing anything. It'd be a great way just to entertain, show some people some, you know, some Houston hospitality, uh, you know, get to meet some people at a non-official event and just, you know, put a hair down, have some fun, have a couple of drinks. I, I think I need to uh, up my, uh, you know, wine count to accommodate Dave Axis. But other than that, <laughs> we should be, we should be just fine. I think we'll be fine food wise. I don't know if I have enough alcohol for <laughs> Dave Axis, I think, you know, Chad Roll and Johnny Pick. I mean, I mean, I, from where it sounds, these guys can toss them back pretty good. So, you know, they're going to put me to the test. Well, apparently Dave is bringing his own wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he, he may be covered. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what is your favorite style of cooking? Is there one, um, um, I don't know if the genre is, the, is what you would call that. What is your favorite style? Yeah, I don't know if genre would be the quite name, but I guess, guess you would say region or cuisine. Uh, southern Southern comfort, American comfort. That's pretty much the theme of the uh, food truck. But yeah, American comfort uh, would probably fit best. Um, basically, the passion for cooking came from my mom. Um, if you at any time of day or night, you would go by this lady's you know house. Um, didn't matter who you were, <laughs> you know, she would ask if you were hungry. And if you said yes, you know, you were going to get something to eat. And uh, and I think that's just where that passion was born from and came from. And and the enjoyment of people enjoying my food more so than me eating my food or just, you know, cooking to want to eat food or whatever. I, I, I enjoy the uh, the aspect of presenting someone a meal and, and, and seeing their joy in eating uh you know said meal or whatever the case may be so so that that that's what that that passion for food and and entertaining and seeing you know an enjoyment of people come comes from i definitely can relate to that um i i was a manager at one point and so as part of my management management training i actually had to go behind the line and learn how to cook steaks i had to learn how to cook a lot of seafood dishes, um, prepared desserts and things like that. And it is a certain satisfaction that you get once you prepared something correctly, best of your abilities. Um, and when someone takes that first bite and then their eyes light up or their smile comes across their face because 
you've given you've given them not only the nourishment that they needed, but they've actually enjoyed it too. It is something special about that. So I definitely yeah, definitely that. most definitely. So what brought you to the league in the first place, Mike? Or who? Oh, well, no one in particular. Uh, uh, I, I've you know I've told this story a few times. I mean, you know, may people you know people may know this story. Uh, was uh, being a couch potato one late one night and uh, surfing the channels and looking for something to entertain me on the television and you know stumbled across the SFL. Um, what really made me stop and pause on the uh, game presentation was that the Houston Houston was playing Houston Hyenas and they were actually playing uh, uh, your current team uh, Arizona and it was Arizona's if I'm not mistaken it was Arizona's first game in their uh, league history and uh and you know the the game presentation i'm like oh wow they're commentating about the game this this team is in houston okay and um and as it turned out it turned out to be a very entertaining game <laughs> you know aside from all that um i know houston they were up pretty big and then uh and i always joke to, to a certain extent that you know they were up big but i'm like uh, i stuck around just to see if houston were going to blow the game because that's what you know houston's typically known for in different <laughs> sports around here in particular football games but uh and uh, it, it, it surprisingly enough or not maybe not so surprising arizona came back in that game <laughs> and uh and basically you, you guys almost tied it up and uh you lost on a uh missed two-point conversion that would have possibly sent it into overtime but yeah that that got me hooked uh and wanted me to find out more about the league and and uh, that following week i you know research researched the heck out of the league and uh and and thought it would be something that i could get into and 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 even then i think maybe it was only 18 to 20 teams in the league at the time something but like i i was like man these whoever's running this thing they're on to something I, I just kind of felt like they were on to something and uh and man wow you know and here we are now 24 teams uh you know i mentioned to cam uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were uh just talking about some stuff heading into season 17 about uh you know how it's cool this is the first year or first season and many many seasons that we had no turnover we had no in in other words there's no new teams but we didn't lose any teams there's no relocation we have some 24 established teams you know with uh, established rosters and um and I think it's going to make for an interesting season uh, and, and and going in and doing the, the uh, and to the uh, schedule release show. Um, and I, I got to preview a lot of the schedules ahead of time. And I, the first thing that I noticed was it's going to be no easy games for anybody this season. I mean, these these teams are established. No, no one's having a team full of, you know, 15, 16 rookies like D.C. had last season or Portland had the season before. So mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be a very interesting season. And, 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 and the growth from February of 2020 when I first found this thing to now it, it is amazing. And I mean, I'm looking forward to the future of, of this league. Absolutely. And it's a lot of good points that you touched on. But when you say there are no easy games, even the teams that didn't do quite well last season, like um, um, San Diego, for instance, mm -hmm. or like DC, they were the new new kids on the block. So of course, even though they had people that were established in the league for a long time, it is different when you own your own team. It is different when you're trying to procure all of the players that you need to make the team what you envision it to be. 
And I think that since everybody's gotten their feet wet, you know, they're they're acclimated with the legend settings and things like that. I think that this is going to make some really good football mm-hmm. season. Um, oh yeah. I know personally, I'm going to keep my eye on the people that were struggling. So the the Sioux Falls, the um, um, well, Sioux Falls, the San Diego's, the Queen City. Um, Lycans actually did pretty good. They they actually had a pretty decent season. And uh, DC, of course. I'll be just keeping my right. eye to see what kind of changes did they make or would they make? Because honestly, right. I wasn't expecting Queen City or uh, Sioux Falls to fall the way they did. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'll say this about Sioux Falls in particular. Um, of course, that was a, it was a surprise to everyone. They they had gone to the championship game two mm-hmm. consecutive seasons, and mm-hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden, I mean, they didn't look nowhere near uh, the team that they had been, you know, historically, in particular the t- two seasons uh, prior. Uh, so, as you mentioned, them, it's really going to be interesting this season, you know, because this is the first time, also in a long time, we've seen some significant turnover in Sioux Falls. I mean, that roster's changed a little bit. Um, I mean, they're going to a four wide receiver set this season, so we'll we'll see. You know, uh, are they are they going to change philosophy and not be as much of a power running team, and and see if and maybe they're going to air it out. It's going to be interesting to see for me. Uh, so uh, we'll see how Sioux Falls is going going to do. I, I'll definitely be keeping my eye on them as well as as the season progresses. Yeah, but with Sioux Falls particularly, people knew the grand scheme of things that they were a running team, and mm-hmm. if you're not going to expand your playbooks to accommodate, then people are going to run all over you. Hence, Arizona. When we were, like, I think it was like season 14 that we decided to run the ball a little bit more to kind of cut down on my um, turnover ratios. They were ready for DJ by yeah. week three, yeah. maybe week four. And so when people figure figure you out, then, you know, you, you got to keep people guessing. So I'm hoping they'll be able to turn things around like that. And it's funny that you should mention that Houston, Arizona game, because if, I'm, if I remember correctly, that was Eddie's first time actually owning the team. By, and he wanted to beat Houston. Like, <laughs> right, right. That was his old team, of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so you already know what mm-hmm. I heard afterwards, but <laughs> yeah. but it's, we've changed significantly then, since then. But it's a wonder, how come you were not on Houston? Since, you know, you, you um, what was the mind thinking? I, you know what? I, you don't have to ask, ask Demond that. I, I have no idea, but uh, I, but I do know this past uh, season and off season in particular. I, I, you know, uh, Ethan Kai, uh, he and I are pretty cool. Uh, you know, he's Houston's GM. Um, they, 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 you know, we didn't talk at all, but you know, Houston didn't have room. I mean, they, they, they didn't have the cap space to afford a great player like me, but. No, I'm just, <laughs> I can't. But they, they. Uh, no, you meant that. You no, said it was I mean, your no, 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 I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, uh, I always consider myself the the best wide receiver three in the league. But uh, you know, but now I'm a wide receiver two. I can I can yeah. live with that. And uh, but uh, yeah, but no, it, it it just never worked out. But it, it was funny. The first team that I reached out to was actually jacksonville i think uh christian christensen was, was one of the first people that i talked with about possibly being a non-contract but and then the next team was arizona and it just kind of rolled from there um and then it turns out it, it's it's probably 
was the best route for me. I, I'm glad I went that route. Uh, I've, I've met some of the my best friends in this league that were off that season 14 team. You know, yourself, Eddie, uh, Brian Dynasty, uh, TJ Punk. I mean, it, it, it was a great locker room, some great guys. Uh, it was Anthony Wyo on that team? I'm not sure. Maybe that maybe that was a year Thanks. before. Maybe season before season thirteen, he was no, because yeah, it no. was season fourteen. I think Wyo was on the team with you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, season fourteen. Yeah, Wyo was on that team. Tanner Hendricks, who I'm, you know, both of these guys are in London now. So you know, but yeah, some of the, my best relationships in this league came off of that team. So it, 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 it was it was just the right team, right place, right time, everything. Awesome, man. I'm glad, I'm glad that we were able to kind of make that transition into the league, you know, special for you. And we're glad to help you with that, man. We didn't so. win anything, but, you know, we, we <laughs> <laughs> but we, we were, you know, man, we, we were trying. We yeah, we, we were trying. Yeah, we, yeah we, 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 we were, you know, we were where we were. We were, we were a new franchise. But hey, but one thing I did know about that team, I mean, everyone was growing. I mean, it, it yeah. was, you know, Eddie, uh, basically stripped it down to the way that he wanted it and, and got the bills together that he wanted. And I kind of figured this, this past season would be the season that you guys would finally take a step forward. And you did. And man, I, and, and if not for some unfortunate circumstances there late in the, that Denver game, uh, you know, who knows how that season would have gone for you guys. That doggone Riley Quintero. Mm. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know that's touchy, touchy subject in Arizona. So we'll we'll leave that one alone right now. No, so, uh, but yeah, that was <clears throat> that was actually an amazing game, and you guys had the perfect game plan to beat them. But man, it, it uh, you know, I hurt for you guys because you know Arizona first in my heart, you know for sure. So no, I, I was right there with you guys. You know, after that game, um, I had a podcast to do, and of which. I was with Bo and I just, I, I cared about that game so much that I actually just started crying because, you know, like when you had it and you lose it, it's just like, man. And Adam Wiseman, shortly after I had the Denver podcast for their, you know, thing. Right. And he, he told me something that actually kind of helped me feel better about the situation. He said that when they won against us, that it was a bittersweet moment. And I asked him, what do you mean by that? He said, we were happy that we won, but we didn't want to do that to you guys in particular. Right. And I was like, oh man, you know, at least that kind of took away the sting a little bit, but you know, we could have been wearing a ring right now. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, it, it's cool. And hey, you know, you never know. Seasons, we're progressing. You got some fun, you got some help on the, um, on the uh, scouting department with Will Todd. So we're, we're going to make some noise this season. Yeah. But yeah. back to you with this, you know, being finally getting on to um, the Jacksonville Kings. Mm -hmm. How was your time there? And what ultimately made you decide to leave to go to London? Hmm. <clears throat> I kind of knew this question was coming sooner or later. Uh, uh, be careful I I want to say that the time there was good I it wasn't bad I, I'll, I'll say that it was it wasn't bad um and and I do want to be careful a little bit not you know and, and from the standpoint of I don't want to sound critical because I'm not really trying to be critical I, I it's it's some great guys in that locker room you know uh 
Jack Wall, great, you know, great locker room guy. Uh, you know, Mike All, um, uh, Christian Christensen. I mean, he he was he was a you know vocal in that locker room quite a bit. You know, he was a good voice in that locker room. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it just wasn't a good fit for me. I, I, I mean, that, that's sometimes you know stuff doesn't work out. Um, I was I was excited to be there in season uh, 15 when I was drafted there. Um, but six, season 16 just was a little indifferent for me. Um, uh, root for my guys, wanted us to win, of course. Uh, you know, we'll support Jacksonville in whatever way I can. But um, I just think it just it just wasn't a good fit. I, and, and, and about the best example that I can give uh, is like what I said about Arizona's locker room from season 14. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I still contact uh, quite a few of the people from that locker room quite often. Um, I can't say that I have a relationship like that in particular with anybody in Jacksonville. Okay. And, and it's probably about as simple as that. And, um, you know, and moving on to London, it's, it's just kind of night and day for me. I mean, I, I, I it couldn't be better. Uh, you know, Chad Rowland and I, I feel like we have a great relationship now. We, we talk often. I mean, just talk or speak, uh, you know, however you want to well, verbally as well as, uh, uh, communicating uh, online, but uh, it's just it's just a night and day thing, and um, I just feel welcome and comfortable, and 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 that's pretty much what it boils down to. I understood, I understood, and they and Jacksonville actually didn't have a they had a pretty decent season going seven and five, you know, and I mean, yeah, I mean it, it, it wasn't it was never about the wins and losses. I mean, obviously Jacksonville's made the playoffs what nine eight nine seasons in a row, mm -hmm. uh, and so it wasn't about the wins and losses for me at the end of the day. Um, it's how well you <clears throat> gel together with the team. It's how it's a comfortability thing. So yeah, I definitely yeah, understand. Yeah. It basically got to be uh, a comfort thing, um, yeah. you know, and and you know, and a lot because a lot of people may ask, uh, well, why leave when Ken Gossett retired? When you know, obviously a wide receiver two position was was there on the squad that I was on. It was just it just boiled down to it, it was time to move on and explore. Uh, different opportunities and you know and I, I'm totally happy with where I end up landing and there's nothing wrong with that that's the reason why I can't implement it one season contract mm -hmm. you know um because it may not be as you may you just may want to just explore what another locker room is. right maybe right. you are trying to become an owner someday and you want to be able to experience different locker rooms so you know how do you want yours to be I get it there's right. nothing wrong with that. So right. as long as at the end of the day, you happy with the decision that you make. Um, London's happy. Jacksonville has already got who they need. So I'm sure they're happy in that regard. So yeah, everybody's going to be just, that's just. But I do have to be teams. critical. I do have to be critical of the Arizona organization though. <laughs> you see my eyebrow. What? Well, uh, all Eddie had to do was make one phone call. I probably would be a scorpion by now, but uh, you know, but he didn't make the call. I, and I, I understand why he didn't make the call, but he could have made the call. He could have. We could have talked about it. He could have given. He could have given me a, a chance to say no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Listen, so opportunity. It's it's great that you go, mentioned. Maybe I should go on say it with the chest and talk to him about it. I don't know, but. You know what? You should a b. Um, he actually had a question for you specifically. Oh, he did. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
and it oh, reads it as follows. <laughs> Do you accept Eddie's apology? Oh. He noticed that you have not said anything in regards to whether you have accepted his apology for, I'm not sure if it's in regards to not calling you or if it's something else, but he wants to know why haven't you accepted his, his apology? Why not? I don't remember him specifically apologizing, but uh, Eddie and I are boys. I mean, we don't, you know, when you're boys, you don't have to formally apologize or formally accept anything. Like, I mean, Eddie's been in my house, so you know, uh, tell you what, we'll 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 fight it out over the convention or whenever he's here that Thursday informal meet and greet. We'll we'll hash it all out then. But uh, but no, it, it's. It's, uh, it's definitely no hard feelings. I mean, nothing but love for Eddie and, like I said, and, and the whole Arizona organization. I'm just kind of poking fun at you guys, but uh, but I would have liked to have gotten that phone call. I I, I, I sincerely would have liked to have gotten that phone call because now, I mean, that it's you know a signed deal. I, that's I told Chad. Uh, I'm like, man, I like everything that I'm hearing from you guys, um, but just let me because you guys are still playing. You're still in the playoffs. I said, man, uh, just let you know you guys went from, because I think Chad mentioned this when he was on, uh, you guys went from not on the list to pretty much the top of the list in, in a couple of conversations that we had. And I said, well, just let me wait until a certain team, and that's the way I worded it to him. I said, until a certain team, you know, season is over, and, and we'll see what happens after that. Because I, I didn't want to commit to him if Eddie made any type of phone call, uh, I, you know, uh, it's no secret. I probably would have signed in Arizona. Yeah. But hey, you guys, you know, you guys, you know, Will Todd, moving TJ Punk over. I mean, you, you guys, you, you guys will be just fine. And, but, you know, I mean, that's just, that's, that's pretty much the truth. Uh, that's, that's how, that's how it probably would have gone down. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. There's nothing wrong with telling the truth, to be honest with you. Um, it was definitely a hard choice. Mm -hmm. It really, really was. And you don't know how everything works out until it actually plays out. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been it would have been great having you back on the squad, you know. Hey, you know, who knows what the future may hold, but you know, uh yeah. uh I consider myself under a multi season deal at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Chad, we might have to borrow him a few, uh, a few games. Just let me know. Don't be surprised. Oh, that, it's, no, it's no secret about that. I, I, I planned on being in London a few seasons. But, you know, actually, no, I don't feel bad. Because T-Roy, when Chad was with Baltimore, T-Roy was always trying to steal players. He was always trying to steal my players. So, no, I don't feel bad about it, Chad. <laughs> but, no. But um, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So how, okay, so if you want to talk about this, you can. Okay. If not, I understand. But I could not, I can't help this. And I'm so glad that you even agreed to be on the show because I wanted to ask. <clears throat> Does this have any significance to you? Mean anything to you? Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame? Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell everyone listening: be careful about the things that you talk about <laughs> when you're not on camera. And 
someone's on your show and uh, <laughs> and, just, and certain subjects start coming up but uh um I, you know what I, i'll talk about it a little bit i think i told you guys then this okay. probably uh was a uh uh, a behind the scenes convention conversation that we could probably have okay. with people. Okay. Well, if that's the case, but, that could but, be a know, teaser. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll say this because I'll let you know. I just want the people to know somewhere what his passion for a sim sport come from comes from. Um, I remember we had a, you know we have we have on guys like uh, Charlie Belecki and. Uh, um, I want to say R.E. Mills, or it, and, and maybe even Kevin. I, I may be getting someone confused since that was a little while back. But uh, you know, these guys grew up uh, in an era when we didn't have the uh, resources uh, as we do now, as far as uh, you know, being able to be on the internet and contact all these people, and and having a game like the you know All Pro 2K and 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 and, and things like that, and. Uh, you know, like I said, I mentioned I'm 55 years old. I mean, we had zero resources, so we had to figure out a way to entertain ourselves back then. And um, and, and and like I told you guys back then, I mean, I was uh, one of the first things I remember reading when I was, you know, five years old was, was the sports page every morning. I figured I would wake up and want to see the sports page and see what Astros were in the standings every day or whatever the case may be. And uh, but we had to figure out ways to entertain ourselves. And one of the ways I entertained myself was I created a football league out of Sesame Street characters. So yes, so yeah, that Sesame Street song has uh, definitely has some brings, you know, brings back some juices and things like that. But uh, it was my own personal little fantasy league where, you know, Ernie played against Bert and Big Bird played against Oscar the Crouch and, you know, but if you want to know more, catch me after I've been drinking at the convention and who knows what may come out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Thank you. Thank you. For, I was trying to bet on if I was going to even ask. You yeah, you know, you know, I mean, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I mean, we, no. we, we, we dealt with what we dealt with. Like I said, we, we created what we created back then, what we have, you know, the electric football stuff and things like that. So, yeah, that was a different age, different time. But my little creative mind figured out a way to do it with Sesame Street characters. But, you know, that shows the dedication and the creativity that you have because there's nobody or I would say there are very few people that were doing things on that level mm -hmm. um, even that young so anybody that's listening that wanted you to be you know scout or whatever things like that that shows the dedication that you have from the jump so that is in, that's inside of you so of course whomever you with you with London now you're going to be a valuable asset to them because of what you've done in the past and things like that. So, but um, I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us. Um, <clears throat> so what what would you say, because you, you're in the London locker room now. Mm -hmm. um, I know Chad told me that he was interested in rebranding or not necessarily rebranding, that's not the right word. Um, kind of turning the locker room around because of things that have happened in the past. Mm -hmm. How do you think Chad is going to do that, especially since you guys are cool? And do you think that the addition of adding Johnny Pickner to the squad is mm -hmm. going to help that? I mean, just knowing how yeah. he is, we all yeah, know about I mean, him. Yeah, yeah. In in interesting question. Um, but um, I, I think I can answer it this way. Um, 
I think Chad, Chad, and you know, let's say Liam and uh, Benji and all the guys over there. Uh, you know, Tanner. Um, I, you know, like I said, I don't want to leave anybody out in this because it was definitely uh, their recruitment process, and that's why I, I kind of looked at it. Is uh, it, it was definitely intentional. Uh, they went after the guys that they wanted to go after, and then that's one of the things that attracted me to uh london I, I was pretty much uh, probably outside of johnny uh you know the the one guy that they targeted once they saw that i was on the free agent market um but it's a funny thing i mean it was only we've only played a couple of preseason games and it was kind of a double header we did with uh los angeles last week uh you know back-to-back -back games and just seeing uh what has come together on the field even though we haven't played an official game yet, uh, I, I think they've already changed the culture in 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 London. Um, <clears throat> and not not just because I'm on the team. Excuse me, one second. All right, I'll join you, Uh You know, not not just because I'm on the team, but it it just felt, it felt different. It just you know because to me coming in the league, like I said, season fourteen. London, I don't know if it's just me or, or for a lot of other people, they were an afterthought. I mean, it was like they literally felt like they were six hours away overseas, you know, in my eyes, it's because they uh, just a uh, couple seasons before what they only had a couple wins, uh, season 14 and 15. And I think uh, last season, season 16, five wins was the most wins they've ever had in franchise history. They've never made the playoffs, so on and so forth. And, and they were just kind of an afterthought team for me in my eyes, but uh, just seeing us on the field uh, in that uh, couple of preseason games, scrimmages, it just felt different. It, uh, it looked different. I mean, we had on our, our black uniforms uh, and we looked more menacing and, and intimidating and, uh, you know, and it, it just felt different. And, and I think Chad ha and, and Liam and everyone has accomplished uh, at least what they wanted to accomplish off the field. Uh, because uh, if you think about it, I've, I've heard the name London Knights mentioned more times this offseason probably than I have the whole time that I've been in this league. And so uh, we, we've done that, um, like I said, behind the scenes and, and leading up to the season. So now we want to be on everyone's minds once season 17 gets started. You will be. It's a shame we don't play each other. <laughs> well, we may meet you in the playoffs. Who knows? Because oh, I, yeah. I have a strong we, feeling you guys will be there. Oh, yeah. We, we fully intend to be there. Yeah. So. yeah. You shouldn't expect anything else. I mean, you should definitely want to build on uh, that season last season. That No doubt about that. But we 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 hope to be there. Uh, talking about tough schedules, that's when I, when I first saw that schedule. I'm like, man, wow. It's, it's some tough opponents on there. Uh, you know, kicking that season off with Atlanta, they uh, they drafted a, a wide receiver. Uh, is it Roosevelt? Ryan Roosevelt? Yeah, he's mm -hmm. he seems like a player that's already you know ready to contribute. Um, and one thing that I, that that really scares me about that is that Atlanta's going back to the three wide receiver set. I mean, I know uh, Will Todd was a great guy for them and everything, but I, I just didn't think last season they were as a, as effective running the two tight ends. Uh, you know, Brian Dynasty had a, a you know, a, 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 you know, kind of a setback year from, you know, being what was the offensive rookie of the year or whatever the season before. He just did not have the same type of season. But now he has, you know, three big weapons on <clears throat> wide receiver again and, <clears throat> and the tight end and and uh, 
and uh, Jamal Wooding and BDG is BDG. So, yeah, they, they're going to be a tough team to deal with and, you know, great defense over there as well. So Atlanta's going to be tough. I mean, I, I look for them to uh, possibly return to their championship form this season. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so what are your thoughts on on um, Marcus Dunhill mm-hmm. going over to help out Jacksonville Kings because he retired as MVP in Atlanta and did DDP for a season and just like, no, I got, I had to have that itch. I got to get back. But he went to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. What do you think about uh, that? Well, you know, um, it's going to be interesting because I, I know he regressed back to a silver. Uh, you know, he's, he's actually replacing some huge shoes. Uh, you know, Christian Christensen, you know, just voted into the Hall of Fame uh, this past offseason. Um, it's going to be an interesting uh, transition for Jacksonville. And not only just for Marcus. Um, at, at one point, I kind of figured, you know, uh, you know, Jacksonville's kind of retooling a little bit. But then once I saw the draft and how many draft picks they actually had, um, this is a slight rebuild for them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, they grow together. I mean, Marcus is not going to take that long, you know, to get, get his player back up to speed. But um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach this season. I know they're going to want, you know, just because because of the way we played last season. Um, uh, you know, when I was in Jacksonville, you know, Jared Willis uh, did not have a great season up to, you know, according to his standards, only had one uh, 100-yard rushing game all season long. But if you look at that draft, I mean, they drafted three linemen, so they're going to be very intentional about getting him, uh, you know, back involved in that offense. But um, it's going to be interesting over there in Jacksonville, uh, see how Marcus progresses after being off for two, you know, two seasons, retired as the MVP and an and SFL champion. Uh, so he couldn't be going to a better, you know, organization as far as a team that's ready to win and used to winning. Uh, but it's just going to be interesting to see how he meshes in and grows with the rookies that they have and and their game plan going into this season. All right, fantastic. I got about three more questions for you. Okay. So you and Cam seem to have this chemistry that is pretty much unmatched by any other pair I've seen. So tell me. Okay, because I got his side of the story when he was on. And I want to know from you, I want to know your side of it. How did that conversation even um, come to pass? And what mm-hmm. is Cam like as a co-host? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you see, you see the smile immediately when you <laughs> mentioned his name, the smile immediately came to my face. But uh, it, it's, huh? well, pretty much, you know, how he told it is how it pretty much started and then and, and those who didn't hear it um uh, you know here it goes um basically cam i can't remember if he put it out in general or league news or uh how we put it out but i know he was looking for a studio host for season 16 and you know and he i think he said he preferred not to have one of the people that are already on broadcast because uh you know he didn't want to pull them from you know what they were doing and, and things like that and and it just kind of made me when i read it it kind of made me say hmm i think that would be something i would be interested in mainly because i'm like man i'm watching most of the games anyway 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I like I watch a lot of SFL when 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 the season starts out, you know, because I was I was scouting in Jacksonville. So I'm, and but aside from that, I just watch the games in general, just, you know, just from pure entertainment. I mean, I watch more SFL the past year, uh, you know, calendar year than probably I watched NFL football. But uh, so I'm like, man, you know what? I, I like talking about sports. Uh, I like I, I love the league. Uh why not just throw my you know hat into the ring? And actually, when I contacted him, I'm I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking, I mean, you know, a million people have contacted Cam about this already. And um, so when I contacted him, I'm like, man, I'm not sure, you know, you know, who all has contacted you, but I think I would be interested in in doing this, you know, the studio show. And uh and he was like, <laughs> well, to my surprise, he was like, No, you're the first one. <laughs> and so um we messaged a couple of times and then uh, I think we actually talked on the phone and then and as he mentioned uh you know he asked me what type of equipment do I have I'm like nothing I don't have anything I don't I'm not big tech savvy guy I don't have a webcam I don't have a mic I don't have anything so uh that was step one um but uh I I'll say this what I think uh, our comfort level with one another was pretty instant not you know probably not to where it grew to during the course of the season but it, it was like this weird uh thing where i felt like cam trusted me from the very start and 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 that was pretty cool uh and 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 one thing that always got me was that you know he he didn't coach me head into anything it just I, it just felt like he trusted what i was gonna do or say was going to be the right thing to do or say uh, if that was if that makes any sense it does it does yeah. sometimes you have that instant chemistry with someone that you can't really explain yeah. almost like kindred spirits in a way but mm -hmm. you know it sometimes things absolutely happen for a reason you know yeah and um i i can't see him doing the show I mean, maybe with a few other people, and he actually yeah. has, and they did a fantastic yeah. job. But it is a certain chemistry that both of you guys have, the way you're able to play off of each other. Almost like when you're looking at the when listening to the broadcast team, mm -hmm. you can tell which pairs work really well together because they can kind of complete each other's sentences or mm -hmm. know exactly the cadence of each other, right. <clears throat> which is also important. So, mm -hmm. and and Cam oh, is a good. Yeah, I was going to say the other part I didn't answer about that was I knew something I was missing was the what is he like behind the scenes? Yes. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this, uh, and I and I and I totally understand it. Uh, Cam is 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 a perfectionist. I mean, he wants everything to be done and presented uh, the right way, the correct way. He wants things done correctly. Um, you, I mean, you wouldn't believe how much of a perfectionist this guy is behind the scenes and. Uh, that that's what impresses me the most about him. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and he's also funny behind the scenes. I mean, we we uh, think about it. Season sixteen, what um, what is it? Twelve week seasons. I, I missed a couple of weeks, of course. But uh, you think about uh, we usually sit down in the broadcast booth together around eleven o'clock my time and. Uh, and we typically didn't leave the broadcast booth with one another till maybe nine, ten o'clock at night uh, after we watched all the games and 
Uh, then we do the wrap up show and and things like that. I mean, you could just imagine some of the things that were probably said behind the, behind the scenes. But and like I said, it, it just kind of grew to that. Uh, but it was it was always a certain weird comfort level uh, from the very beginning. And um, and you know, and it, 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 it's been cool. It's been a cool ride. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, look, I, I spent Valentine's Day with the guy. You know, all day. You're special. <laughs> <laughs> all day with this guy on Valentine's Day. But uh, you know, you know, thank God for my wife that could be so, you know being so understanding that hey, you know, you're gonna be on this broadcast with this guy for eight nine hours. So, but yeah, but it, it, it's been cool. Um, and, and looking forward to season seventeen. I'm uh, you know I won't be there unfortunately for the first two weeks of the season you know going on a little vacation and here in a couple weeks but uh you're going to be gone over the course of the both uh, of the opening weekends but we'll be back in the booth together hopefully week four and uh you know go from there but uh you know it's been a great ride i'm, I'm glad that i reached out to him and um and looking forward to a great season 17. fantastic fantastic so what are besides atlanta which is going to be your first game Mm-hmm. What are some of the teams that you're most looking forward to playing this season? Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Emphatic Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Jacksonville. I mean, though, you know, I I hope everyone in Jacksonville takes it, you know, within the spirit that it's given up. Yeah. You know, I just want to have fun, good time. But yeah, I do want to, I do want to beat my old team. There's no, there's no if and ands. There's no doubts about that. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing them. Uh, looking forward to uh, you know having a great game game against them, and hopefully you know we'll come out with the victory when we when we meet. Yeah, I wish we were playing. Like I said, I was alluding to this earlier that I was I was hoping that we was going to play you because it seems mm-hmm. like every time Arizona plays London, y'all win. So we got well, to. That would have been a, that would have been a good thing for us then. No, know? it wouldn't. No, because no, this this is no. this is not going to be your grandpa's London nights this season. So, but you act like I'm afraid of that. <laughs> you act like I'm. I, I don't well, care. You just said you guys never win, so I'm just listen. You know, I'm that just was before we got everything together. Now okay. we have things together, so we stand <laughs> a chance. And the moment, and I see how your friend Cam is. The moment we get stuff together, oh no, nah, no, nah, can't have that. <laughs> you're not playing. You're not playing London. You're not playing Tulsa. You're not playing none of that. <laughs> right. Well, you know that's right. Tulsa, your old team. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Your first two seasons were in Tulsa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing like going to go up against your old teams. That's that's for sure. Or definitely a team that beats you all the time, and you want to finally get back at them. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We're just we're just saving it for the playoffs when we beat y'all right. to the next right. round. Yeah, that, that'll make it even more better when we meet in the playoffs. <laughs> Fantastic, man. And so, um, how did you? Well, do you have any future aspirations? to own a team or to coach a team or mm. to do anything else besides what you're doing the scouting um, well I'm, I'm not scouting in london this season and that oh. was and that was one of the things uh that you know kind of eddie kind of hashed you know hedged about when and, and i understand uh because i told him i i it's like i just mentioned i mean saturdays and sundays are nine ten hour days just on air with cam and and that's a lot and that's a lot to dedicate to to the league and 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 and, and don't get me wrong happy to do it um uh so 
so that's why no scouting right now but but uh you know like i said uh, could have been possible but you know but now it, it takes a lot of my time to be honest with you and uh we do midweek interviews at, at you know I, I don't know if, if people realize the interviews that they saw uh you know those are recorded during the week when cam and i you know have a little time to do those ahead of time so you know and 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 keeping up with the league so i won't look like you know some airhead on air and not knowing what i'm talking about you know with these players and things like that so so that takes up a lot of time and and and, and I have another hobby that I'm kind of big into right now. So um, balancing all that uh, would be tough with scouting or anything like that. But um, as far as owning a team somewhere in the future, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's some consideration. Um, and I know that's a dream of a lot of players in this league. Um, and 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 with, and with that, what I do realize is comes a lot of responsibility. Um, and, and it probably probably would be something that I would uh, look at considering somewhere down the road if the opportunity presented itself. Okay, fantastic. Last question. How did you handle the COVID situation? You know, when everything was shut down for a while, oh. especially with you having the food truck, with you doing all of that, how were you able to still cope mm -hmm. with, and, and even dealing with the, 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 by it being so heavy in Texas and everything mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. um, stayed in a lot uh, but, uh yeah but uh um wow that's 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 an interesting question um we're still coping i think i think we're still trying to cope uh to a certain extent i mean a lot of things have opened up of course but um you know but are things the way they were before um you know that's an interesting question i don't know how to answer that one probably not 100 percent back the way things were before Things are different, but you know, we, we we were just like everybody else. So we coped the best way we could. We dealt with things the best way that we could. You know, um, things fell off uh, for the food truck a little bit, uh, but you know, my wife was able to still go to work either here at home or at the office. Uh, but most, you know, she did she did quite a bit of uh, at home stuff. She was able to, to do that. <clears throat> to keep working so you know we just dealt with things day by day like most of the uh american public did or most of the really the worldwide population did you know just dealt with it day by day good because i know you know some people kind of felt affected them mentally some people was affected physically because they actually caught it you know um so it's it's, it's i asked that question just to kind of Cause this, I would say this is kind of a defining moment in history. Everybody will be able to relate to this one moment in some form or fashion. Right. You know, so just kind of a, like, what, what were you doing? Kind of like the, the September 11th thing on like, what were you doing at that yeah. time? I was in high school at that time. You know right. what I mean? So. But mostly, mostly during COVID, I've been sitting around getting COVID pounds put on for the most part. I mean. Oh yeah. Hey, I do too. Sure, you know? <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> that's that's what I've been doing mostly. I mean, just sitting around, probably eating a little bit too much. But uh, other than that, <laughs> you know, it's it's been just a day by thing. Like you know, like you said, it's it's mentally challenging. I mean, you you know, it's it's yeah. some it's some people that have gone through some challenges uh, doing this thing, and and hopefully, you know, we'll all come out, you know, on 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 the better side of this thing. Clean on the other side, absolutely. Yeah. Mike, this is amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time out to hang out with me tonight. I mean, today. Um, of course, you ever want to come back on just to visit, just to, to, to shoot, 
you know, yeah, I, yeah. I would say shoot this, but you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want, you know, if you just have some announcements that you want to thing, or if you want to just get some stuff off your chest, I'm always here for yeah. you, brother. Okay. No doubt about it. And thanks for having me on. And, and I'll definitely be back on and it won't take a, what, year and a half. Year. To, yeah, yeah. to get back to get back on so uh yeah thanks for having me it's been great being on with you and look look the next time though look uh i want to see the frodo next time i'm right you know i know that's your style for the show but i i love the fro i, I gotta see the fro man that you know that's just my thing <laughs> listen i promise you i will it was just my fro was not cooperating today when if i'm picking and i'm patting and this side is down and this side no you're not doing it. well i'll say this if you ever back on the studio show uh the froze got to be flowing just like it was last time you know that's, that's a that's the fro zone you cannot come on the studio show without the fro how about that i promise you i promise you i will sounds great, sounds <laughs> but, great. Hey, i can't i cannot let you go without giving you the last word so that can be a song that can be a poem or that can be a simple shout out right now floor is yours mike well it won't be a song or a poem that's what dang it man why are you doing this <laughs> well you know what uh, what i should have done if i would have if i would have thought this through i would have had my theme music ready to play but uh we'll save that for the next visit but uh, i just want to shout out to everyone in the sfl man i'm looking forward to seeing you guys here in houston in a couple of weeks those of you that are able to make it over to the house for the very informal meet and greet because i know some people ask what their tires like yeah you know come as you are casual shorts flip i don't care what you come come in uh you know but i'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you that are going to make it down uh showing you some houston hospitality and i'll see you guys in a couple of weeks I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to meeting your beautiful wife. Yeah. And I have some questions for her. Like, how do you put up <laughs> <laughs> with him being gone away from nine hours? Well, he's you, technically you're not gone. You're still there. Yeah. And anything that'll keep you, you know, keep you in the house, not too bad, you know. So. Well, the, the the question for her is, how does she put up with me in general? Let alone being. Oh. Yeah, that that that's you know, Cam, you know, we, we met down at Galveston uh this off season as well. I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm kind of a handful of every day. <laughs> he did mention that. He said he doesn't know how your wife did. <laughs> so yeah, you know, yeah, that'll be a good question for her. How does she put up with me in general? But you know. Well then. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Hey, Ashley, thanks for having me. Good luck, season 17, girl. You too. All righty. Playoffs. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.